Hi guys, thanks for joining my podcast. It's me, Elena. Um, In today's episode, we're going to talk about consistency and how to maintain our path and our goals and kind of the reality of that, the reality of motivation. In the previous episode, I had a guest speaker, Jeanette, a psychologist, talk about, you know, the psychology of motivation and goal setting and how to stay motivated or get others to be motivated. Like my clients, for instance, such I am a trainer and a nutritionist. Now we're going to talk about a little bit about consistency or, and what helps us reach those goals and maintain those goals. Um, so I kind of want to backtrack a little bit of the, you know, what leads us to our goals, right? There is stages of behavioral change. So in order to achieve goals, especially some big goals, um, we're going to have to change our behavior. Um, modify our behavior a little bit, um, even in our daily life, right? So according to some research done, there are five stages of change. Um, change is, of course, not a single event. It happens over time, and for everyone, it's different. So that first stage is that pre-contemplation stage, which a lot of us like to say denial. Um, The second stage is contemplation. When we really start setting in, okay, we need to do this or I want to do this, you know. Then we get into the preparation. How am I going to get there? That's when you kind of start laying out your goals, planning your goals. Um, I want to run a marathon. I'm going to do it by next spring. I'm going to lose weight. You know, I'm, I'm going to lift. I'm going to gain weight. Then is the action where we really start getting it, the hang of things. From that action is where we're going to move into and find consistency. And that brings us to the fifth stage, which is the most important, (laughs) maintenance. So maintenance is how can you keep going when something hits the fan? How are we going to keep moving, get back up, get back on track to finish that goal? Um... So, there are many things that lead us to consistency. But first, we kind of need to backtrack when we were doing our goal setting. Um, Goal setting, how are we going to do this? What are we going to do this? Right? Having that main motivation. Throughout that, throughout all these steps, we want to keep having a self-assessment. And I find that is really important for me in any of my goals and I try to make that a really important thing for my clients 
I really want to teach others how to take care of themselves, right? So important. Um, You know, we learn that at a very young age, but I want people to be, to learn self-efficacy, self-education, knowing their body, for instance. I want people to be able to take this, all this information that they are given and decipher what is best for them at that time and what is best for their goals, right? It's like looking at all these diets, right? There's keto, there's Atkins, there's Weight Watchers, there's regular dieting of cutting calories, macro counting, working out, oh, fasted cardio, weights before cardio, all of this information. And I want to teach people, my clients, my followers, that there's certain you know, trends, there's certain diets, and they're all for different reasons. Things are quick fixes, right? Because, you know, for an example, doctors prescribing medicine, certain medicines, not all, but certain times they'll prescribe medicine to patients because they, doctors, can decipher what is the best need for them. Um, you know, they can realize that based off of their lifestyles or their daily choices or, you know, their work or, you know, elements that are out of their own control, their patient's own control, they can decipher that, okay, this intervention is going to be needed, right? For example, a person with type 2 diabetes, it's usually developed, you know, later in life. Um, It's, you know, there's predisposed conditions, but it's a little different than type 1. Type 1, you can't get rid of. Type 2, you actually can get rid of. It is reversible. The main element that makes it reversible is that it can, you can gain your insulin levels, you know, under control, your glucose levels under control, by losing weight so if a person loses weight they will likely reverse their type 2 diabetes if a doctor you know says hey you're you know you've gained weight you've been eating like crap um you need to lose weight change your diet focus on carb portioning calorie portioning walking before meals timing your meals, eating around the same time every day, eating the same amount of carbs around the same time every day, pairing your carbs with protein, fiber, some healthy fats, this and that, you can lose weight and reverse your diabetes. Okay, right? That's amazing. You can reverse diabetes, but you have to go through all these things. The doctor is going to decipher whether or not that patient can do it. Maybe they'll tell them to try and then later on they'll realize they can't do it. That doctor, if he realizes this person's not going to do it or their patient expresses that they're not going to be able to achieve this on their own, 
he will prescribe a medicine, a medicine to control their blood sugar levels um, or to help them lose weight. You know, there's a couple of them right now. But in the end, if I look back, that person doesn't really need the medicine. But when you delve deeper into their daily habits, their behavioral lifestyle choices, they're going to need it, right? It's not realistic. So I think that's a huge part of a me as a you know coach, nutritionist, is deciphering where my client is and you know what they're willing to do and kind of meeting them in the middle. But I want that client to be able to take self-assessments and see where they are at in their goals. So they need to see what's working for them, what is going to work for them. And that is the key to being consistent is having self-efficacy, knowing what you, you know, what you are capable of. Um, or finding what you are capable of, kind of finding that potential. Um, but know what you are willing to do um, in order to reach your goals. So, you know, self-assessing yourself, you know, it could be daily through a journal, it could be weekly, it could be monthly, but always looking back at your goals, what you've achieved to get there, what you did wrong, you know, Again, reassessing why you're doing this, what's working for you, going through the pros and cons of adding that goal or changing your behavior is a huge step to maintaining your goal and consistency of your goal. Um, So no matter what that is, right, and seeing what is working for you, Um, you know, if somebody wants to lose weight, you know, this is the easiest example um, everyone wants to lose weight. Um, somebody wants to lose weight and they just think they have to go to the gym and not just any gym that's like five minutes away. They have to go to this really extravagant gym, um, this wellness center, cool fitness center that has 10,000 members and they have to try every class and they have to go twice a day and seven days a week and they have to be a yoga girl and carry around their yoga mat all day and drink gallons and gallons of water um, and just eat salad all day. Now, is that consistent? No. Is that sustainable? No. So you kind of have to take a self-assessment and say, hey, is it feasible to get to this gym? you know, four days a week? Do you have to go every day? Can you get there before work? Is it easier to get there after work? Are you tired after work? Can you just work out in your house after work or maybe before work and just get up and work out for 20 minutes? Can you, you know, maybe cut out that extra muffin in the morning and just have some eggs? Just start with that for the week. Um, You know, You have to look at what's working for you. You have to find something that is sustainable. It helps you be consistent because it's convenient. It works for your schedule. It works for your daily lifestyle. So, you know, that kind of depends on your job. It depends on your familial status. You know, if you have kids, um, 
and other obligations, right? So within being consistent, we have to find that, again, so having that number one, self-assessment or self-monitoring, but also self-management. Um, we have to be able to have that self-efficacy and really control ourselves um, and our actions and our behavior. And sometimes, you know, it's easier said than done, obviously. You know, I could say I'm going to get up and go to the gym, but so many things happen, right? Within the course of a day, your kid gets sick, you know, you get a flat tire, um, you have to stay late after work all these things. And it's how are we going to deal with these roadblocks? And I think that's the biggest thing of somebody, you know, who was trying to reach a goal, no matter what the goal, if you're in school, you're trying to get a degree, you're in medical school, you're studying for real estate, you're law school, anything, there is always going to be roadblocks. And the biggest challenge is how are we going to overcome these and get back on track or get to our goal, maybe in another path. And I think that is the hardest part for a lot of people. Um, you know, number one, it's that fear of not reaching the goal or the fear of failing. But it's also, you know, that confidence holding us back, that you know, that factor that kind of demotivates us, right? Sets us back. Oh, wow, I failed one quiz. Now I'm going to fail out of med school. You know, this is not for me. I'm not meant for this. So that's a whole nother factor. Um, so self-management, self-regulation techniques should be applied into your daily living. So how can you control your behavior? Um, you need to kind of look inward and see kind of become aware of what you're doing in your daily life so you know again easiest losing weight you know why am I not losing weight or why do I keep grabbing those chocolates um so a big thing is kind of looking throughout your day and what you know, what is bringing you to those chocolates and kind of why, you know, why are you always falling for that one thing? Because our brain and our body does get conditioned to things, um, you know, like a habit, 21 days, our, our body kind of remembers things um, based off of our environment and what we're being put through, what we are enjoying, you know, so we have to make that cognitive change and it's work. We have to rewire our brain. Um, so that's why having something that is convenient, it's easy, um, you know, to make that daily change is going to really help us with setting our goals. Um, you know, and it's kind of setting those realistic goals, those daily realistic goals. So you know, saying you're going to run a marathon when you've never run a day in your life or you haven't run for 10 years and you have a knee injury, um, you know, that's pretty far-fetched. But I do understand that some people need these extreme goals um, in order to get there. So everyone has their own, 
you know, personality and behavioral learning qualities that make us unique. Um, and it is hard to decipher, um, at times where that client is, but I can usually see it, you know, right off the bat, like this person does extremes. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that just because that person resorts to extremes that it's been working. And I think a lot of clients come to me and they'll say, yeah, I'm all or nothing. So, you know, if I'm working out with you, I want to hit these weight stacks and I want to get stronger and stronger every day. And, you know, this is just how I work. And I get that. So my problem is trying to find that balance between letting them go at it at a, you know, a higher quality, a higher pace, a higher load, but also finding that balance for them and kind of teaching them that balance. So that's a really hard part of my job, but I want people to learn that for themselves. You know, a client came to me saying, I want to work out, you know, get back into a routine, but you know, one, I really do, you know, a workout routine, getting strong, getting fit, getting healthy. I go all or nothing. And I, you know, I pick the most extreme workout and I always get injured. So my whole thing was getting him strong without injury. And, you know, you can do higher loads. You can add functional compound movements, balance movements. But my main concern is not getting him injured because look what he's done. So that extreme and all or nothing didn't really work for him because it set him back. You know, it, it set him back with these injuries uh, because he was going all or nothing. So that's years of going through this cycle of all or nothing, getting injured and then going backwards and have to start at the finish line. So that doesn't really make sense. So trying to get that, you know, to be consistent because you can't be consistent if you're getting injured, right? You're going through this yo-yo cycle. It's almost like extreme dieting. You go through this yo-yo cycle because it's not consistent, but that's what you're used to. So now your brain and your body is conditioned to live and thrive off of this up and down, right? That's psychology. That's our, you know, body's hormone and um, dopamine that we get addicted to. So working with this client, you know, oh, after a while we've been working and they start to say, I, you know, I'm not hitting the weight that I want to be at. You know, I wanted to, you know, squat at 200 pounds and this is only, you know, 140. Um, you know, so I feel like I'm really not in shape and try to come down to that level where kind of learning the basics of fitness and your body and muscular endurance and strength that you don't need to be at that highest number to be in shape. Um, you know, trying to remind them that, Hey, you know, when, when you got to that number, you kept getting injured. So let's find a way to slowly get there slow and steady. Um, and it is frustrating when clients are taking a while to make that, but you have to do the work. You have to be consistent. And I think going haywire is never the way to reach any goal. Um, and that's kind of a thin line I'm crossing there by saying that, but 
I think in life we need to find that balance of balance, <laughs> that moderation. Um, we need to have realistic goal setting. Um, with, you know, self-assessment, self-efficacy, changing, constantly changing your behavior. Um, you need to have that motivation, that readiness and all of that, but we don't need to be extreme. So today I want you to take some of you know, my tips, my examples, and do your own self-assessment. Kind of sit down um, and go through, you know, pick a goal. If you don't already have one, you're going to pick a goal, kind of backtracking to a couple episodes ago of picking a goal, setting a time to achieve that goal, and, you know, a micro goal. So what are you going to do each day or week or monthly to get to that goal. Then you're going to set a date to self-assess. Um, I would say do it weekly, even bi-weekly is good. But self-assessment is thinking of your goal or a problem that you have that you want to fix. Now I want you to identify where you are with that goal. So those stages are, are you at pre-contemplation, contemplation, action, and maintenance? Um, and so where are you with that goal? And what processes or interventions are you currently doing or are planning to do to kind of get you out of that stage of change and reach that goal. And I want you to list the pros and cons of reaching that goal or making this change and how important it is to you. And you can follow me on Instagram at Lena's Way to Health. You can tag me in this. You can write to me privately. You can keep this to yourself. I want you to kind of meditate on it. Um, and get back to me and see how you're doing and kind of check in, uh, make yourself accountable, stay consistent and keep on setting goals throughout your whole life and keep on making it a process, a plan. Um, but always look inward, decipher what is going to work for you. And take all of the knowledge you are given from various forms, from trends, from doctors, from physicians, from friends, from family, from what you are seeing in the world. And look at your self-assessment. Look at your own goals. Look at what you've been through, how you've gotten through other goals. What's worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? And have that power of self-efficacy to know yourself. And that is the most important way to achieve your goal and to stay consistent. Um, is really finding why this is so important to you. Why you really want it. 
but also giving yourself that power to be able to do it. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's a little self-reflection. Um, stay tuned for more episodes on that psychology motivation of behavioral change and stay tuned for more. Thanks again. Stay strong.